Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. With the summer vegetables on their last legs and autumn now in full swing, it is time to think about what to plant in the garden next. And one very popular vegetable is garlic. Now on today's podcast, Keith is going to tell us the why, the when and the how of garlic growing. One of his favourite vegetables, I know that. Keith, why do we want to grow garlic? Well, if you've you've tasted homegrown garlic, you'll never ever enjoy the other as much it is just absolutely superb but the reason you grow garlic is that 80 percent of the garlic that we consume here in australia is out of china Mm. and the chinese have got um, methods for feeding their garlic crops that you do not want want to to know about oh dear all right because it's uh, they have a liquid fertilizer that's not the sort of liquid fertilizer that you and I would consider, but that's what they use. And then once that, and and because of that, that garlic is contaminated Mm. over in, over in China, it's, and Argentina, Mexico, all these other countries that, that, that produce garlic Mm. comes into Australia Mm. and it then has to be treated. To get rid of all those. To get rid of any possibility of there being any little nasty bugs. So one method they use is, is irradiation. So they, they irradiate the garlic. This so, is when it gets to Australia? You know, well, sometimes they, they do it overseas. They irradiate it, so then they can get it into Australia. Mm. But uh, a lot of the time when it actually arrives here in Australia, they actually treat it chemically oh. to ensure that there's no living bugs on it. That, that sounds like a huge, long effort. Why, why are we going through all this? Why are we well, not able to produce it here in Australia? Well, we can produce it here, but... the. the the reason that they ask for these chemical treatments to be done is to ensure that there's no p- pest disease carried in yeah, through Australia. Yeah, yeah. So they use a chemical called methyl bromide. Mm. Now, methyl bromide is more carcinogen than, carcinogenic than um, you know, cadmium, mercury, lead, all these other sorts of things that, that are around. You know? So it's, it's a real worry. You know? mm, so terrible. here in Australia, we produce a bit between 13 and 15% of the garlic that we actually consume. Okay. And when you see that in the supermarket... And it's got produce of Australia because it has to have it written on it. Grab it. Get that. Yep. Okay. Or what do we do? We grow our own. We can grow our own. Okay. So tell us, let's go to, if we are growing our own, garlic needs time and it needs space to grow. Exactly. Can you tell us? All right. So I'm about to sow garlic and... we, I've proven the the benefits of sowing according to the moon calendar. All right, so of course. we 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 sow we sow on on the high growth days, which are near the near the new moon, mm-hmm. for all our seeds and all these sorts of things. But for bulbs and bulbs in particular, garlic bulbs, we, yeah, we're talking garlic about, bulbs, yes, yes. we sow the cloves during the full moon. Right. So it's the totally it ends of the, the, the spectrum of, of seed to bulbs. Okay. So okay. seeds sown in during the, 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 the new moon, bulbs are sown during the full, full moon. moon. And you know, you easy just look up look up to see what month it is and it'll tell you which which days. And there's five days, four to five days that the actual full moon is, is out there. So okay. they're the days you sow your you sow so your So we're, we're googling full moon. Exactly. When is the full moon? Yep. 
Right, so you do all that somewhere, so, somewhere about this sort of time, and now we're the we are now the seventeenth off oh, St Patrick's Day today, so seventeenth of March. Well, it is in I don't know when the podcast will be listened to, but it is yeah. in my house. Okay, so so this is we we are right now in the full moon phase. Right. So I'll be sowing I'll be sowing my garlic in probably this afternoon. Oh, perfect so there you timing. Go. So what I've done is 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 I've I've removed all the um, tomato plants. They've all come out. All of them. All of them are out there. Okay. I've got bare beds at the moment. Okay. Um, and the ones that I've chosen for um, growing the garlic in are the ones that are further towards the north in my garden. Mm. And the reason for that is that, that they're not going to get full sun in the middle of winter mm-hmm. because the sun drops down 30 degrees in, into, the, into the horizon. Yeah. So they're going to be in relative shade mm. when they're growing. And that's not a problem because... Um, Garlic and, and most bulbs are not looking for ultraviolet light. They're actually looking for infrared light. Right. Okay? Okay. So that's the, the growing things that they're looking for. So these beds have been chock full of, of goodness again after the tomatoes have taken all that goodness out of the soil. Yep. I've added lots of things such as... Compost. Yeah. Uh, rock dust. Rock dust. Um, um, biochar. Biochar. Um, oh, you can tell me a few well, things. All I'm the doing things, quite you well. Know, all, the, all the organic pelletised fertiliser you come across, sea mongers is in there. You've and thrown it all in. Sudden impact for roses is in there. and Dolomite lime? No, no, there's no lime in there. I was no. going to ask you about that. No, no lime at all, okay? No lime. Not, okay. Not in that's, this lot. Yeah. That's another question. Yes. All right, so... We, we need to have ensured that the beds are prepared, and, I've, and, and these have been done. They've been sitting there now for a few days. I've poured miles of, of um, worm tea into mm. the soil mm. just to activate that, that, all that goodness, the, the compost and so forth. Mm-hmm. So that's all in there living now. Okay. So You've got a lot of raised garden beds. Yes. So have you put aside... Like a whole raised I've, garden bed. I put aside two triangular beds. Okay. So so nothing else is going to go into nope. those beds at all until nothing. the garlic is harvested. Just pure pure garlic's wow. going into those. Okay. Garlic is a is a it's a bulb and it, it's looking for enormous amounts of energy. Mm. So if you can imagine where garlic was first discovered, mm. it was discovered in the Caucasus. Right. So it was discovered in Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, all these sort of places mm. around there. Mm. And those, those cloves of garlic would never produce a bulb in one year in the soils that they naturally, they're naturally in. Okay. Right, so you, you, you might find a, a, a garlic clove in the Caucasus somewhere, come back later in that year, and you've still got a clove. It hasn't oh. developed enough because there's not enough goodness in, in those, those soils, soils. to yep. produce them. So yep. they take yep. a long period of time. Yep. Whereas here in Australia, we're planting our cloves like from February, March onwards, and we're harvesting them as a bulb mm. at the at the end of November, December, December okay. depending on what varieties yep. we've got. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, how many are you going to plant today? I'm how probably going to put in uh, maybe fifty to sixty cloves into the ground okay. because we love our garlic. You obviously you do well as much as you love your tomatoes. Um, and where have your bulbs come from? Have you? Are they stored from last year? Where, where, no, where do they come from? And, no, and what varieties do you have? Okay, so so the varieties I've got, um, we've got three different varieties, and these have come from um, Gippsland, mm-hmm. so they're all organically sourced, and you just need to get on Google organic garlic, garlic bulbs. bulbs, and there's, there's plenty of places around that you can get the, org- the organic forms. So I got a, a kilo box sent down mm-hmm. of three different varieties. So I've got Rock and Bowl, I've got... What? 
Rock and bowl, it's called. Rock and yeah, bowl. Yeah, rock and bowl. Not rock and roll. No, rock and I bowl. That. We leave the rock and roll to Brit, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so we have the rock and bowl. I've got um, early purple, which will be the first one to, yes. that we'll harvest. Yes. And then I've got an Italian red in there as well. Ooh. So there's three different varieties. And can you really you can tell the difference? Because I, I don't know. Absolutely. Much, really. So would the Italian red be hotter? I mean, sort of assuming that it might be a bit hotter. The, Ita- no? the, the early purple is actually the hottest okay. one. It's rated in really, really highly oh. in, in terms of the, the heat. Okay. So I've got those three, three varieties. Yes. And they're in a bag, a plastic bag at the moment. Right. And they're in the vegetable crisper. Yes, I was going to ask you about putting them in the fridge. I was about to, that was my next question. Why? So what? They're all in there. They're all, all in, in the the, all in a plastic bag, and they're all in the vegetable crisper. And why are they in there? Right. Well, a bulb is is a plant that is dormant mm. during during the, the heat, the, the hot period of the year. Mm. So what happens is is that when when the cold season starts to come in, that tells them to turn on. So okay. if they're in the fridge, they're, they're sensing the coolness around them mm. and they will start to okay. turn on. Okay. So that's why they're in the fridge. They've been in the fridge for how long? They've been in the fridge now for a week. Okay. So they've been in for a week and you're going to pull them out today and plant them. Now, what about this? I've, I've read that they're, the many varieties are categorised as hard neck or soft neck. What does that mean? Okay. So um, they've, they've, now, they've now gone and, and broken them up into so many different categories. So there's, not, there's no longer just two different varieties. There's now masses of different varieties. But it's, it's, it's just crazy as far as I'm concerned. You have a soft neck which means that it doesn't produce a hard flowering bulb all the way through the centre of the plant. So when you pick up a, pick up a bulb of garlic, mm. sometimes you have a, a little stem sticking above the top. Mm. Now, that's, when you break that open, mm. that stem goes all the way down to the base where the roots are. Okay, so that is called a hard neck variety, mm-hmm. and they are most preferred by the chefs. Right. And the reason for that is, is, is that when, when they're broken open and, and cracked, on the on the board, board mm. those papery skins come off really really ah, quickly. Yeah, all right, it's... so that's that's a hard neck variety, mm. preferred by the chefs, as I've said. But they don't store as long as a soft neck variety, which are the ones that do not produce that 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 hard stem all the way through at the bottom. A bit more the effort. Cloves are, are all the way around, and there's no no no. Um, presentation of, of a, a flowering stem. Okay. All right. So they're the two different types, but in the soft neck will last for up to 12 months if you find you know, the right sort of storage area. Oh, wow. Fantastic. So they'll last a long time. Okay. All right. Now, I've heard of something called elephant garlic. Is that a variety or is that...? Yeah. So elephant, elephant um, garlic is not garlic at all. Yes. It's what? actually a leek. Uh, oh. It's, it's, it's close, more closely related to a leek okay. than it is to garlic. And if, if, if you have a look at the ratings of garlic... Um, early purple might have a rating of say between eight and eight and a half out of ten in terms of the intensity of the flavour, mm-hmm. and then we go to the the Russian garlic or the elephant garlic as it's called. Uh-huh. It produces only about three cloves maximum, and they're huge, uh-huh. and it's rated at about three out of ten. So it's incredibly mild, oh. great to slice and put through a salad, mm. but you not, it's, not a, it's not it's a not a great doesn't cooking. Have any effect. No, yep. not a great cooking variety. Okay, all right, so. Let's get down to the planting process. Mm-hmm. Once we have those bulbs, where do we go? What do we do? Well, what we're going to do is we've got to um, break those break those bulbs down into individual cloves. Okay. So we just break them open. We do not take the papery cloth off the clove. 
you don't uh, don't do that because they will rot in the ground in no time flat. Mm-hmm. So you break them into individual cloves, yep. and then you use your finger as the depth marker. Now I I've only got little hands, mm. all right. I got little tiny hands, and what my measurement of my depth is on my pointing finger. Yep. We go to the second knuckle. knuckle. All right? Yes, the second knuckle. Yes. So I put a hole, hole, poke a hole in the ground down to that second knuckle, yep. and then I take a clove and pointy, pointy Side end up. up. <laughs> I drop it down to the bottom As of that, and then just bolts. firm it around. Okay. And then I plant the, in in terms of the rows. I plant them two hundred mil apart, with eight inches in the old scale, and then the next row will be eight inches apart. From the first row, okay. so yeah, eight yeah, inches yeah, apart yeah, yeah. all the way through. Okay. So it's a two hundred mil uh, cycle. Okay, all right. So you've done that. Now you also said that they don't need a lot of sun, so it's fine to plant them in semi shade. Ab- well, yeah, absolutely, because semi shade is, is still going to hopefully when the when it, it, we're getting so when what the sun it, what, gets what, a bit what happens. What happens is. A garlic bulb is, is has to go through the equinox. So it's got to go through um, the shortest day, which mm, is June, um, June the, the 22nd yep. or 23rd, yep. and it's got to go through all that lengthening days of sunlight up right September. up until the, till the longest day, hopefully, which is the 28th of December. Oh, December, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. So that from the 22nd, to the 22nd of June to the 28th of December. Mm-hmm. So shortest day to the longest day. And a lot of people use that to, to, to remind them to plant. They plant on the shortest day, harvest on the long. We don't do that. No. We want big bulbs. We uh, plant in March. We plant in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get them in there. And once they're up and growing... We regularly feed them with a nitrogenous fertiliser. That was my next question. Well, I'm sorry. I got in that there was, too quick. You did. <laughs> so what are we feeding them with? A nitrogenous fertiliser. Yeah, something that's high in nitrogen. So um, Gigantic, for instance, which okay. is a Nutrog product. I, I think that is a fabulous citrus. one to use. So I might feed them on a monthly basis with Gigantic. Okay. And then every, every week or every two weeks – a liquid feed with something like Power Feed, Charlie Carp, wow. you know, something something nice and organic, but do it on a, on, a, on, a, on a fortnightly basis. How do you remember all of these things? Do you have a calendar that you put all these things in? Because I'd be thinking, oh, gosh, did I do it? Did I feed them last month? Did I not? I'd be having to put in a calendar. Um, you must the have some... hasn't set in yet. So oh, it's set in with me. Has it? <laughs> no, it it's hasn't It's just remembering <laughs> when you feed your lemons, when you feed your garlic, when you feed your tomato. It's just, oh, Anyway, no. I, as a calendar, I do use – that's what I do. I use a calendar and I set it for every fortnight or every month. Yeah. Otherwise, gosh, I'd be all over the place no. with the rest of my life. Like I am with the rest of my life. No, <laughs> I just I, – I'm out in the garden on, on a daily basis and I think, ooh, ooh I, I might just give I? that a kick along now and yeah, okay. whack it in. Okay. What about watering? Watering. Okay. So it's got, to have, it's got to have regular water. But if you've got a heavy soil, that's the last thing that you want. If, you're going, if you've got a heavy soil, uh, grow them in, in mounds. So mound the soil up mm. and grow, in, grow up in, in, on the top of that mound. Same distance mm. down because the garlic bulbs will rot in, yep. in a heavy, wet soil. Yes. Yes, all yes, right, yes. so that's the last thing you want, all that effort and all the rest of it. That's where raised garden beds come in handy. Exactly. Doesn't it? Absolutely. Exactly. And that's another thing we'll talk about another time. Okay, so regular watering as in a weekly water or when you start with or is it when they when they start to, you know, something starts to show above the ground, we water them more, less. Yeah. Well, once yeah. they're above the ground, I as I said I, I do them every every 2 weeks. Watering? No, sorry. Feeding, feeding every 2 weeks. <laughs> watering. Watering. Well, 
you've got to maintain maintain the soil moisture, you know, okay. so you don't allow it to dry out. Okay. All right, so use the, use the old finger trick again, yeah, go across right. and poke it in. If the soil's moist, yep. that's fine for the plants. Right, we do with our indoor plants. And exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Is there much ongoing maintenance? I guess you've just answered that by the feeding of the gigantic and the feeding of the liquid feed. So I guess apart from that, there's nothing else you need to do? No, there's not. No. Okay, that's fantastic. How do we know when they are actually ready to harvest? What is kind of What are we going to see above the ground and what, okay. what happens when that starts to... All right, so, okay. so what, what you can find is, is that um, certain varieties, the hardneck varieties, can produce what's called a scape which is where this stem comes out the middle of all the leaves, and then it does a 360-degree curl mm. and produces a bulbul, which is full of seeds. Oh, we need to see a photo of that. You, you, know, like, mm. you can actually Google it and see it. Mm. Now, my wife loves that stage because she? what she does is she goes out there and harvests, cuts all those, all those scapes off, yeah. and she makes a pesto, oh, a garlic wow. pesto, and it, it is stunning. Oh, wow. Just Fantastic. on bruschetta or bread, so the whatever. Scapes. It is, we need the scapes. The garlic scapes from the from the hardneck varieties. Okay, the curly scapes. Right. Fantastic. Yes. So when you, how do you know when they're ready? Well, yeah. they've got a they've, they've got a whole mass of, of circular leaves, and what you're looking for is the outside leaves to, to start to brown off. Mm-hmm. Now, when they start to brown off, you still have the the central leaves will still be a, a bit green, but you can't let them go too long because if you if you miss this stage, then what will happen is is that they they will well, that papery mass underneath will dissolve and you'll be just left with all these individual cloves in the soil. Oh. So you're watching for the, the outside leaves to dry out mm. and then you stop watering for two weeks. Okay. All right, so that just allows the, 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 you know, the, to dry it around the base of the, of the root system and then you then go in and you fork those bulbs out. You don't pull them out. You fork them out. If you pull them out, what do you do? Well, then you, you're left with a, a handful of, of leaves. leaves in your hand and the bulb stuck it, down the in the soil and you might not find it. Okay. So you fork them all okay. out. Okay, okay. Just give them a bit of a shake and yep. I throw mine in the lawn on a nice hot day yep. and just leave out. them there for the whole day. Okay. And they just dry out and then I, 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 will, I will clean the, all the bases off. I'll get a, a little sharp knife and I cut all the, the roots off yeah, them. Bits. Yep. And then I will tie them together. So I remember how I used to do my daughter's... Is that plaiting? Is plaiting. I used to plait her hair, and I, and I yes. can remember how I did that for, for, for Kyla. Yes. So I continue to do that, and I plait them, okay. and then I so then so they come out them. long enough with long enough absolutely tails on them or something, whatever you call them, yep. to for you to be able to plait them. Absolutely, okay. You see them, you see them being done all over the place. Okay. But it's also good to Google that process because yeah. there's another another process they do where they they hard plait them, which looks absolutely stunning. Oh wow! Okay, and then they're taken away and and. I have a, a covered section at the uh, in in uh, on our house, which is under cover in the dark, yeah. and I hang those in there for two weeks. Okay, yes, and that allows that that the paper around the cloves to separate off. Right, the clove itself. So it falls uh, off. No, it doesn't fall oh, off. Okay. It just dries off, and then after two weeks of hanging there with a bit of air and and, and um, you know darkness, then you can take them off, cut them if you want, and then you store them in a cool dark, airy place in a cupboard somewhere. Okay. Not, they should last for, for, for months and months and months. Okay. Hard necks, three months. Soft necks, up nine, ten, twelve months. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Now, I've heard also that hanging garlic in the house helps to ward off evil spirits. Is it that does. working for you? I have never had... Any evil spirit come to my house? Must have worked. It does work. We have them all sorts of evil spirits here. We need to grow some garlic. We don't really. 
Okay. Is there anything that we've missed? Because that's I think that's a fairly um, educational. It is. I think less just. If we just look at perhaps the reasons why why garlic is is valued so much, mm. and it's not just for its culinary, uh, you know, mm. uses, it's for its medicinal prop- properties as well. And yep. It's been used for thousands of years. So the active constituent in garlic is a listen, and that is released when the clove is crushed. A listen. A listen. A listen. A double l i c i n, and it's released when the, when the the the, the clove yeah. is crushed. Yep. And that's known to have antibacterial and antiviral properties. Yes. So it boosts your immune your immune your immune system. Uh, it'll moderate um, cholesterol, high blood pressure, and it can fight cancer. Oh wow! It's full of antioxidants. Mm. It's pro- it is probably the ultimate plant food. Yes. So it's a ripper. It is. So a if ripper. you're not growing garlic. Why the bloody hell not? Why uh, why the bloody hell aren't you? <laughs> the only thing is it is a bit smelly on the breath. <laughs> yeah, but it's only smelly. But then we know that it's garlic and we know it's good, so we think, okay, well, it's okay. We can cope with that smell on that person's breath. It's fine because exactly. they're doing, doing you, so much goodness to themselves. You always share garlic with your partner. Yeah, and then it, yes, that's a, and, you and then you won't notice. have the problem. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. That was fantastic. So I would just, all I can say after that is happy garlic gardening, everybody. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.